Welcome to Trading Lords, your guide to the world of trading. I'm Sumesh, here to discuss trading psychology, risk management and much more. Let's elevate your trading to the whole next level. Alright, what is going on fellas? Welcome to another episode of Trading Lords. Now, I actually have a question, alright? Have you ever felt a sudden heart rate spike? Like a sudden heart rate spike when the market takes an unexpected turn. Have you ever? Because I have. Um, today, we're going to deep dive into these topics. I actually, somebody on my Instagram sent me this. He's like, how do you deal with the, you know, um, the market pressure? The, what, what are the strategies? Can you make a podcast episode? And I'm like, sure. So how do I deal with um, coping with market pressure? And what are some of the strategies that you can adopt um, that I have actually done without kind of knowing that I'm I'm doing it, but still it made a huge difference in my trading. So here's the thing. Market pressure can really mess with our fucking decisions, but it doesn't have to if you think about it. All right. So stick with me and uh, let's get to the topic. All right. Now, first things first, we need to understand the market pressure and its impact on trading decisions, right? So let's get to the basics. What is market pressure? You know, you know what market pressure is? It's the weight on your chest when fear, greed, or just going along with the crowd influences your trades. The market pressure is that little, little weight on your chest when you're like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh my God, what if it turned around? Oh my God, what if it just like, um, you know, hit my stop loss? That little feeling in, the, in your tummy that the stomach feeling that, that makes you sick, that's market pressure. Now, how does it affect your decisions? Now, I remember the time when I sold a, I was in a trade and I sold just because, you know why? Just because I was, at the time I was in a, some Discord group and uh, I sold because um, everybody, there were like two or three people in the, in the um, we were in the Discord. Um, I mean, like there were plenty of people, but two or three people actually said, I sold. Um, it looks weak or whatever the thing is. And I was like, you know what? Let me sell as well. Now that that right there is a herd mentality, right? It wasn't a thought out choice. It was just pressure that, oh, he sold it and he must be better than me because I'm a piece of shit. I have no idea how to trade. So I should sell as well, right? Now, what's a real life impact of it? Now, one day I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember this one day I was kind of so gripped, like gripped by fear after a little loss. Like I was red, maybe 50 or 100 or 150 or 200 bucks, whatever. Um, but I was red, small red. And um, I was, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny to even for me to think about. Um, I say like back in the day when I was down 200, now when I'm down like a thousand, it doesn't mean nothing to me. Oh, thousand, I'm down a thousand. Yeah, whatever. But back in the day when I was down 100, it used to be like, oh my God, what the, what the heck am I going to do? Um, <laughs> man, time changes, bro. Um, I just, I just want to quickly um, stop and just say, you fucking doing good. Keep pushing, keep going, um, educate yourself and uh, we can take you to the next level. You know what I mean? So now, one day I was so gripped by fear after a minor loss that I, you know what I did? I took good trade. Everything looked good. And I sold early. You know why? I sold early because now I was just green on the day. Think about this. I was down like 200 bucks 
And now I took a very good trade. Now, that trade had a potential to make me $1,000, but I sold at 200 Why? Because I was just green on the day now. Because I just wanted to be green. And then the trade kept going where I originally planned that it will go. You know who was not in the trade? Me. I was not in the trade. Why? Because my goal was just to be green on the day, right? So the regret, the, the kind of the regret that I had from that was, oh my God, it was real, right? Now, what are some of the common biases that kind of deal like you have to deal with when you're going through this? Now, under pressure, I'll be honest with you, under pressure, I have caught myself making decisions based on my recent experiences. And I ignore, like I used to ignore the bigger picture, right? And that's called recency bias, right? So what happens is when you take a trade, when you take a trade and the trade doesn't work, in the next trade, while you're under pressure, you think of maybe this is not going to work as well. Why? Because when we're under pressure, all right, we ignore the bigger picture and we stop trusting our own analysis. That's called recency um, bias. All right. Now, some of the techniques, um, like we all, at the end of the day, we all been there, right? Sweaty palms, racing hard, but there, there are ways to kind of keep um, you calm, keep yourself calm. So the first thing is you need to learn how to manage stress. You need to learn how to decompress. You need to learn how to do, take some, like a few deep breaths. Just take a break, two minute break, even a quick walk just inside your house, just to the bathroom sometimes it can help, right? It can make, it can, make a lot of fucking difference. Now, and then at the end of the day, you still need a trading plan. So that's where the power of trading plan comes. You know what I mean? So on a stressful day, right? On a stressful day, I have literally seen myself, like even to this day, you know, trading has emotions, man. Like when you're starting out, your emotions are tied up to small numbers. And then as you grow as a trader, your emotions get tied up to big numbers, right? Now, I... Trade. I take trades with big position size, right? I still get emotions. This is meant to be emotional. This is the thing we chose, right? Now, on stressful days, when I'm like kind of stressed about trading and those days, yes, of course, it never, it never gets better. Let me be real, right? So I simply stick to my trading plan and it kind of feels like a safety net for me all the time. Whenever, like in the middle of, whenever I'm in the middle of this chaos, um, I always take, go back to my, you know, the roots, the trading plan that I made uh, for the day, right? I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, what can I, what can I happen? What can I happen? Like, all right, you know what? I was not even watching this name. So no stress, no stress. Let me take a step back. I'll get back to it if it sets up according to me, but there's no point. And then at the end of the day, you still need risk management, right? You need to give yourself a budget for each trade kind of, you know what I mean? So how do I protect myself? I protect myself by giving myself a little budget. like. You know, I'm risking a thousand dollars on this trade, right? I protect my bigger pot by giving myself a little budget, right? Now it's like ensuring that you do not spend all your grocery money on just snacks. That's pretty much what it is, right? You need to divide the money into buckets. Like let's say if you have a five thousand dollar account and you have a cash account, that means you can take five trades with a thousand dollar fucking position size. Now you need to make sure that you do not lose if you're doing thousand dollar position size that you do not take any uh, bigger loss than if the trade stands to make you 500, then you should be risking like 200, 250 bucks. Should, and not any more than that. Why? Because you still want, want to risk a dollar to make $2, right? So this is where risk management comes into place. And then comes stop loss and position sizing, fam. Now, these tools, I will say these tools are like, you know, uh, the guard rails. Like, the, what are the guard rails now? 
guardrails is just like kind of, you know, have you ever gone to play pool, right? And they put on these guardrails on the side for the kids. Like, this is what stop loss in position size does to us. Like, we need, you need any trade that you take, you need to know where your stop loss is. You need to know where your profit target is. Like, based on that, you can adjust your position size. But if you don't know where your stop loss is, that means you enter every single trade with the same position size. Of course, you're going to get hurt, right? My stop loss and my position size have saved me so much from going off the road when, when you know, shit hits a fan, right? Sometimes your trading kind of is going downwards. And what a lot of people do is they size up just to come out of the shit. But hey, that's a time when you need to protect your money. That's a time when you need to stop putting a lot of money into your trading. That means you still need to respect position size, right? Now, now at the end of the day, man, it's not just about strategies, right? I can give you all the strategies, but if you don't have a mindset to take them in, I mean, you're going to struggle, right? So let's talk about some mindset stuff, right? Some psychological approaches to what I, what this thing helped me, like how I handle market pressure, right? Now, the first thing is mental resilience. Now, all right, everybody gets knocked down by the market a few times, but getting back up, that's, that's freaking resilience, right? You're like, you know what? It's all right. I know what my mistake is. I know what I did wrong. All right, I need to get up. That's okay, right? And we all have done it. Like I've done it. Like I got knocked down by the market, maybe a blue 10 account before I started making money. You see what I'm saying? Now, then comes strengthening your resilience. Um, I have been like whole of my pretty much since I started trading back in 2018, late 2018, early 2019. I've been reading books. Um, you know, I've been reading books. First, I used to read trading books. Then I used to read uh, trading psychology books. Now read business books. And actually now, as we talk, I read autobiographies of billionaires, right? Because one thing you learn from them is they fail. They fail more times than they actually win. But they know how to fail. They lose less money when they fail and they make more money when they win. That's why they're billionaires, right? Now, every single thing that you read about successful people, that helps and that kind of strengthens your resilience. It's okay. Even the most richest people fail, it's fine. Let me get up again. It's okay. And then comes uh, the third point is mindfulness and meditation, right? Now, whenever the noise kind of gets too loud, a few minutes of meditation always brings me back to the present. It kind of grounds me. You know what I mean? So whenever I see myself like my heart rate's going up, you know what I do? I sit back. I'm like, all right, you know what? Health comes first, man. Doesn't matter how much money you can make, how much money you're going to lose, whatever the thing is. If you don't have health, like, you know, I heard Umar Ashraf once mentioned, um, your car is a zero, right? Think of your car as a zero, your house is a zero, um, your connections as zero, everything's zero, zero, zero. Money in the bank, zero, investment, zero. Your health is the number one that goes in front of the zero. All the zeros, number one, so you have the money. Otherwise, if you don't have health, it's all zero. Just doesn't matter. So that that really, really resonated with me because I used to be like, Push, 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 push. Doesn't matter about the health. Doesn't matter. It's okay. It's okay. No, at the end of the day, you need health. When you're when you're perfectly fine, man, you can even push even harder. You know what I mean? So whenever the noise gets too loud, you need to get back to the basics and be like, all right, you know what? Let me let me look after myself first. Right. And then the fourth point is positive mindset. Like even on the worst trading days, I try to remind myself of the wins, the big or small wins, whatever it is. 
it kind of always helps me put things into perspective. Right? I remember the day a few days ago when I took, a, I think um, this was like a few weeks ago, I took like $20,000 loss. Um, as of the day I'm recording this, um, it is, I think, um, September 29th when I'm recording this on Friday. Anyway, um, a few weeks ago, I think, um, it was last month or earlier this month, I took like a $20,000 loss. Now, it was a very bad trading day for me based on um, my trading style. Like I didn't respect my stop loss and let the emotions take over. It's okay. You know, sometimes sometimes you will make mistakes. That If you do not make mistakes, that means there's no room for improvement. And that's a, that's a lie. There's always room for improvement. And I let my emotions take over. But you know how I kind of got back to the track? I just told myself, it's all right, man. Look, in August, I made $127,000. And now, yeah, it's not the best. But, you know, I started the month with $20,000 red. But it's okay. You know, it's okay. It's all right. Sometimes you need to bet on your back. Like, you know, you just need to remind yourself of the wins, big or small, whatever it is. It kind of puts things in perspective for me, at least. Now, from the fear of losing to the euphoria of gains, market pressure is real, man. All right. But with the right techniques, a strong mindset, strong plan, a resilient mindset, we can kind of navigate through these pressures. But like, hey, remember, every successful traders, every single successful trader that you know has faced the same pressures. And it still kind of sometimes face these pressures. Not maybe not that often, but still kind of goes through the pressures, right? It's how we handle that sets us apart. Right? You get my point. So sometimes, yeah. It's hard. It's no. It was never going to be an easy journey. And if somebody told you it's an easy journey, psychologically, it's very hard. But it's fun. You know, that's what keeps it exciting. That's what keeps it fun. That's what keeps it going. You get my point? So stay tuned for the next episode. I actually have a very beautiful episode. Um, the next episode is actually very good. I have the notes in front of me. Uh, it's going to be fun. So now, if you ever have any suggestions on any topic that you want me to make, um, you know, the, the podcast on, Send me a message on my Instagram, K-A-Y underscore capitals, and I'll get back to you. All right, sweet. Peace. I'm out. That wraps up today's episode of Trading Lords. Join me tomorrow for more insights and more actionable tips. I'm Sumesh. Keep trading smart and see you next time.